you're listening to Baby Steps with Matt and Adam, where we learn the basics of the Christian faith together through steps so small they seem ridiculous. Let's get going. Coming in at number two of the Ten Commandments, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean, Adam? It means... We should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. Shall I repeat that one more time? Yeah. Okay. So you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Means we should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by his name, but rather we call upon it in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. Second commandment. Yeah. So I'm noting that the first thing that we need to consider, because, you know, do not use the Lord's name in vain, kind of a classic if you grew up in church, Mm -hmm. and it kind of has been, it has, at least for me, been reduced to... Uh, we live in a culture that says, oh, my God, all the time. Whoa. I know. I, I feel weird even saying it. I feel weird even saying it, but Lord knows I was quoting culture. Um, and so we, we don't know. We think maybe this just means don't say that. But it actually carries so much more meaning and is really a beautiful law that for Christians will turn into a wonderful guide in using his name. And so the first thing I noticed is... Commandment one, and remember the first four, the top of the commandments are about our relationship with God, right? Correct. So the first commandment was to fear, love, and trust God, right? To look to God for everything. And so that is your heart. That's your faith. And because of the way we're created and the creative order of things, we're in the image of God. God creates by words. He said, let there be light and there's light. And so as his creation, we have faith But we are humans, and we are going to use our mouths. We're going to use our words to create in relationships with others and create in relationship with him. And so we are all going to naturally use words. All right. So the first commandment is dealing with our hearts, and the Mm -hmm. second commandment is now addressing our words. Right. It's the first action, the active thing we can do is how we're going to speak about God. So he's identifying very clearly for us, here's how you, as my people— with faith, who the people who fear, love, and trust me, here's how you're going to speak. Yeah. Actually, a thought just occurred to me. Oh, good. I like those. Which is, what is the first word that children usually learn? I mean, is this a trick question? No. The one they learn, it's either mom or dad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know. God is so smart. Like, he knows his creation, right? So he knows the first word... As a, we need to learn. A person born of the Spirit, a person who's born from above, you are saved. The first word you need to know is the name of your father. Yeah. The name of your mother, mama, daddy. And so he gives it to us very personally. He gives it to the people of Israel. Yeah. So what is God's name? Right. And so God says to Moses, he says, I'm going to be your God. And here's what I want you to tell all the people in... So at this point, they're in Egypt, right? Yeah. And he says... Moses says, well, who am I supposed to say sent me? Like, what's your name? And God gives him the personal name of Yahweh. I am. Mm -hmm. I am. 
is that who you were going to tell them sent me. And so when we're considering what is the name that we call out to, because the first things humans learn is the name of their parent, yeah. um, is Yahweh. Yeah. So, and I think that's super helpful because for most of us, especially mm. American Christians, we do not use the name Yahweh very frequently. Right. We use either God or Lord, or we use the other personal name that's been given to us in the incarnation of God, which is Jesus. Right. Which means Yahweh saves. And, yes, yeah. But I think what's really cool is the purpose of a name. Yeah, that's what I, because names have a very specific purpose. So mm-hmm. when I say your mom, okay, <laughs> your mom, that is a specific person. Correct. And it's, it's identifying her. And if I disrespect her with a your mama joke, right, that's not good. Yeah. Right? Or can I, are you giving me access to your mama jokes? Well, when it's ambiguous and I'm not attaching it to my personal mother. Yeah, I don't, I still don't feel comfortable because I know your mom. She's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to make a your mama joke. But no, names. I don't know your mom, so maybe I can. No, no thanks. Okay, cool. But yeah, so like names actually have meaning. Mm -hmm. We're using our words. And, you know, my wife has a name. That name means something to me and I, I use it accordingly. So like there is power in names, but then God gives other names too. This is his personal name, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. But then he has other names like Jehovah, Jireh, then, or they have the God who provides, mm-hmm. the God who watches, the God who... And so he makes himself known and says, you can call on me in different ways, but the main name is Yahweh. Yeah. And it, what it does is it sets you apart. Names right. set you apart and give a specific identity and meaning to a person. And so I think for a lot of us, what is helpful in this, when you are speaking of, like, do you believe in God? It does come down to, well, that could, just the word God could carry a lot of different meanings. And so being able to be clear and say, oh, I'm referring to Yahweh. I'm referring to Jesus Christ. Right. That's who I'm referring to, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And having a very clear name. So now we get into why did God reveal his name to us? That's what's so interesting is God is revealing himself. He says, I want you to know me. Mm-hmm. Just like when we meet people, and if you can remember their name, you're pretty good. If you can't, that's not going to be good for the relationship. <laughs> it's the same thing with God. Like, remember my name. Yes. Get to know me. And then we can have a relationship where you call upon me or praise me or, yeah. you know, and then it's appropriate and, to use And then money. talk about me to other people. Right. Have you ever had, um, I get letters all the time, like scam letters that say my name oh, on the yeah. outside, right? Like, you yeah. open it and you're like, what's this? Is this from the government? Uh-huh. And it's like, re, you know, remortgage your house uh-huh. or something. And you're like, oh, and they used my name in vain. Correct. They tried to manipulate me with my name. But what's interesting, though, is you may have heard the word, and this is extra bonus theology. Oh, fun. So like the Jews... Bonus round! The Jews misunderstood, I think, the uh, intimacy of God saying, here is my name. Right. And so they, right. they thought his name was so holy, we can't say it. Ever. And so they took the... I think it's the, the consonants or the vowels. They recreated another word out of they it. They took the vowels out. The vowels out. And so they called him uh, Jehovah. Mm-hmm. And that's not the name God gave him. It's like a nickname that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Or Adonai. Right. It's, instead of just using his name, and, he used Adonai as a placeholder. And God said, uh, 
that's not exactly what I want. Right. I want you to use my name. I want you to use my name, but I want you to use it rightly. Right. Don't use it in vain. So now let's get down to what does using God's name, what does the misuse of God's name look like? Right. And so the first thing that has to happen is we have to learn how not to use his name. Mm -hmm. I I think of the... um, the boy who cried wolf, yeah, using his words, saying there's a wolf, and liked the attention or liked whatever, however that story goes. You can all fill it in. You know the story. <laughs> and so the first thing that when God says, don't misuse my name, he's referring to, and in our catechism, it says, uh, don't curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by his name. Mm-hmm. So first, curse. Let's just break it down for everybody. Yeah, sure. So... You know, the famous uh, G-D. Whoa. I'm not going to go all the way and say that because there's kids in the car. But, right, we do not use his name to put a curse on people. Correct. As if we're speaking on behalf of God. That would be like one of my children telling another one of my children they're cut out of the will. Mm -hmm. And you're out and everyone hates you. And I would say, oh, uh, if I heard that or heard about it, I would say to my child... I didn't know you were an, uh, an executor of my will, of my inheritance. Interesting. Who authorized you to use my name and my authority to curse another person, mm-hmm. even though they were wrong? In a negative fashion. You yeah. do not use my name to separate people from me and condemn mm-hmm. them forever. So I think we get that. And if you do use that, there is a cultural, I think culturally people use it a lot without thinking. Oh, yeah, totally. It's a mindless right. and so activity. We would be encouraged, like, stop doing that. Correct. The next one is swear. Yeah. So, again, I think because culturally this term has been diluted down to, again, just uh, invectives or mindless speech, it, it for them it meant taking oaths. Yeah. Don't take an oath at all. Ooh, great question. Right, no. So in the negative, don't use God's name and say, I swear to God, I put my hand on a Bible and I swear and then lie. Right. Or misrepresent a neighbor or change or what happens a lot is you make a mistake or you're in a bad situation and you Mm -hmm. try to make it better by invoking the name of God. Right. So you're either trying to make yourself look better than you really are because you messed up and you're trying to make it like, oh, but God told me to do this or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so you're using God's name to uh, make yourself look better to others. Or you're trying to manipulate God and make a deal with God and say, God, if I do this, like, will you do this for me? And so you're trying to manipulate and control God by using his name, or you're trying to manipulate, control, and harm other people. That's a good thought. I think maybe more than making false oaths like in a court right we do private oaths i think like i swear to god i won't do this again if Mm -hmm. my child lives or if something and god's saying don't use my name as a a lever or a leverage to make promises that you can't keep and you weren't created to keep like let me be god and stop trying to use my name to make deals Mm -hmm. Uh, there's also you know the use of satanic arts which is, uh, again, just messing around with the spiritual world. Yeah, and again, that's another way of controlling and manipulating uh, people and God right, through 
other spirits. And then deceiving by his name, this is what I would put under the category of false preaching. Mm. And I think people, um, well, there's false teachers, people who are just uh, proclaiming a different kind of gospel for money or... They're using, you know, they're using God's name to trick people, essentially. Yeah. So, like, for me, the within the Bible, this occurs pretty explicitly, and God gets really upset about it, where uh, the people of God will use his name or his signs to harm someone else. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Levi and Simeon mm-hmm. are trying to get revenge for their sister, but because this guy hurt their sister oh, yeah. in a town, and so they use the sign of circumcision in God's name to murder the whole town. Right. And God's like, that's a misuse of my name. Yes, <clears throat> exactly. And, and God really sends the prophets over and over again to I- Israel to say, uh, stop using my name and using my sacrifices to do whatever you want mm-hmm. and get good luck. Right. Um, you're, you're misusing it. You're not representing who I actually am, which is the point of my name. It's the point of giving you my name is to say, I am your God. I am your father. I am with you. I am for you. I I, created you. I'm redeeming you. I cleanse the land Mm -hmm. and give it to you. Yeah. And so when we misuse his name, we are uh, using it for other purposes. I don't know if you have an example. Um, I guess if, you know, the worst example is if someone's trying to, the old the old, as if this happens all the time. But yeah. I remember growing up and it was like, as a kid, this is pre-cell phones. It's like, don't get in a car oh, with yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember what they used to always say? Like, even if they say... Your mom yeah. told me to come get you. Right. Even if they know my name and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm friends with your dad, Adam. And he says, I'm supposed to drive you home. No, don't do it. That's a misuse of my name. Mm-hmm. And I told my kids, I will not send someone to you, even if they use my name, you'll know it'll be me or we'll set something up. And uh, so don't believe them. But that's how they'd be used. I think in false preaching, you see people um, using God's name to justify getting rich mm-hmm. and making up certain things where you spend money. And or, this is a or misuse. To, or to justify sinful action, yes. sinful behavior. Right. And to make you feel comfortable in your own sin. Right. And, so, and actually separating you from God. So like if you yes, want to think about it, yes. what is God's name supposed to be doing? Yeah. It's supposed to be connecting you to God. Right. But when it's used to separate you from God, that's where you're misusing it. Yeah. So for you listening, you know, when you think don't use the Lord's name in vain, um, we're going to get to the positive. You yeah. want to honor it, but don't use it wrongly to justify sin. Uh, I don't think many of you are using his name to make money or anything, but don't do that either. Right. Um, because his name is holy. It's pure. It's mama. It's dada. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the place of trust. It's the place of safety. It's the place of blessing. And so uh, God is trying to, he's given us his name as a great gift. Mm-hmm. So then it moves then. How then do we use his name? Because I think sometimes it's like, well, I'll just be safe and not use his name at all. Which is what totally what the people of Israel were doing. Right. Let's not use his name at all. And the freedom for us is, no, no, no. God says, don't use it wrong, but there's a right and beautiful way to use mm-hmm. it. And I want to guide you into that so that this becomes a part of your life. Yeah. So I think the first uh, idea that comes to me is it helps reinforce the first commandment. 
which yes. is to fear, love, and trust God. So we're supposed to look to him for all comfort, identity, meaning, and purpose. Mm-hmm. And to use his name, like you have a personal name that you can now talk, you can talk to him right? using his personal name and you can engage him and interact with him to find comfort, security, and purpose. Because he knows your name, yeah. which is so cool. So like if you want to go see a famous person mm-hmm. and you know their name, what will that, what will the guard ask you? Is your name on the list? Right. Yes. That famous person knows me and I know their name and I know they're here and I should be on the list. And so the way we use it, I know um, Luther says it's for our benefit, you know, it's for our comfort and for our benefit to use his name. And so we ought to be using his name daily. And the appropriate ways to do that um, are through prayer, praise, and giving thanks. Yeah, so, and it's, a, and it's a, now a personal relationship right. that we now have. Now, to get back to oaths, I will say yes. there are appropriate times to make an oath before God and use his name. And that would be in loving your neighbor, in making an oath in a court of law. Uh, Jesus took an oath before Pilate. And when they said, are you really the king? He's like, it is as you have said. Like he mm-hmm. says, yes. He d- so we can still take oaths. We make oaths to get married. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, marriage is a big one where we are using God's name to defend and protect his created order, right. the things that he set up. And that's, that's a good thing. So, and, and the other great, I mean, there's a lot of great things, but the way we use his name, we'll just kind of break down how it's said yeah, here, yeah, is uh, we, first of all, we call upon his name in trouble. Yeah. So that when there's something crazy going on and you're like, Lord, have mercy, or, oh God, help me. Uh, like so often, you know, in the black boxes of plane crashes. Oh, yes. The last things that are said by pilots are often, oh God, help. Yeah. yeah. And that would not be uh, in vain. That would be a proper use, mm-hmm. is that when you are facing trouble, you cry out to God and you say, God, because even in that quick moment, instinctual moment, it's like, you are the creator and I'm a creature. I need your help. Mm-hmm. So use it to call out for help. Use it in every trouble, but also use it daily to pray that you're like, just like you would say, mom, um, I need help with my homework. Yeah. Or even just because prayer for me, like has the connotations of full conversation. Yes. So no, not just your needs, but just also what's going on. How are you looking forward to what you love, what you're doing? And yeah, like it's a full conversation. And so his name is used in the service of truth and all that is good. And Mm -hmm. it's an intimate expression of calling out to him in trouble, but also making all your requests known to him. So Jesus in his prayer says, uh, you know, pray like this, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And then that's why we say at the end, in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, we ask these things because he's given us this access. So we use his name to pray, but we also use his name to give praise. Mm-hmm. So we recognize God. We say, th- you know, we, we praise God for saving us. We praise God for good things. And then the last one is give thanks. Um, so we're able to say, thank, thank God that happened, you know? And even if it's a quick expression, it doesn't always have to be uh, deeply rooted in, um, in this well-thought-out presentation, just like in a relationship. You mm-hmm. tell me, oh, 
you got pregnant. I'm like, thank God that is a proper use. Like we are thanking God for your baby. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's in every trouble, as you pray, as you praise, as you give thanks, you use God's name. Also, there's a benefit that when you're scared, guess who hates the name of God? Oh yeah. Satan. Satan hates it. So you use it when you're feeling really scared Mm -hmm. or there's demonic stuff going on, or Mm -hmm. you're able to say in the name of Jesus, protect me, Jesus, protect me Yeah. or get out of here in Jesus name. So there's, there's proper uses of God's name, which are are really right and beneficial for us. Yeah. And thinking about how it helps us create a personal relationship with God, but then it also helps us engage and love our neighbors and when we pray for them and lift up their needs and their desires to the Father on their behalf. Right. And we're able to care for our neighbors by using God's name on their behalf to defend them and uh, pray for them. Yes. The way it's been helpful to me in the last year or so, um, letting the second commandment guide me, it's affected how I, I pray so that I will have a time to say thanks. And so I use that in um, the Lord's Prayer where it says, Mm. hallowed be your name. I use that as a time to go, Lord, your name is the source of all my peace and love and comfort and self-control. And I give you thanks for every good and perfect gift comes from above. So thank you, God, for my my upbringing. Thank you for the faith. Mm -hmm. Thank you that I can receive forgiveness. Thank you that my health. Thank you that I have a motorcycle. Thank you for this house. Thank you. And you can um, give thanks for every good thing. That's a good thing to do every day. Yeah. And you do it, you recognize that everything you have is located in his name because his name means I created you, I redeem you, I sustain you, I care for you. I am your father, our father. Yeah. And so I give thanks. Then I move into, uh, I pray that his kingdom would come because I praise him as our king, that he's the one who has all glory and honor and power and blessing, like he has it all. And I praise him that uh, salvation comes from him. And then I move into a time of prayer where I, mm-hmm. I look to him and I say, Lord, I, I give you and I ask you to take care of my wife and my kids and my church and my friends and, and this, this world. And so the use of his name can become a guide Yeah. into how, don't be scared of just I grew up going, I don't want to say his name in vain, mm-hmm. which just meant one little thing. Correct. But it was never broken down to me. His name is actually a sweet gift. And believe that his name has power. And yeah. Use his name. That's why you pray in his name. But also that's why you don't curse people in his name or manipulate his name. Yeah. So for me, thinking about the baby step mm. here is it moves us from uh, paralyzing fear and we take a little step into faith. Yes. And trusting God. And it moves us from anger into love. Yeah. Where we actually engage in this personal relationship with a God whose name we know. And we can then care for our neighbors using that same name. Right. And that's what we'll get into in the second part. Uh, the, the last uh, six commandments. Mm-hmm. It's about loving your neighbor. But uh, I hope this is helpful, yeah. that God has given us his intimate name that we are to use and call upon as a child looks to their father and says, Dada or Mama, and all the expectation and need in that moment is met. That's the name of our God. 
So give us the second commandment again. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. And this means we should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble. Pray, praise and give thanks. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. 